Welcome to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified hypnotherapist that is here to help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Now, here is your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Good afternoon, listeners. Hello, and welcome back to your Monday Mental Health Hour. This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. As always, I am so honored to be here with you on this Monday. Well, today, today is an exciting, exciting topic. We're going to talk about resilience. We're going to explore the power of resilience. I mean, it's it's something that is so important these days, especially because resilience embodies a person's ability to snap back, meaning to be able to persevere through difficult and stressful situations. And these days we are going through a lot. I am a mental health specialist. I am a licensed clinical professional counselor and a board certified hypnotherapist. And in my daily practice, I am finding and engaging with individuals who are really struggling mentally, emotionally, and physically with, with just life at times. I mean, even think about it for yourself. Do you struggle mentally, emotionally, and physically when things don't go your way or don't go the way you expected them to go, even when you do the right things? Sometimes we do struggle in those areas. And then do you find it difficult to carry on when life gets really difficult when it's when these experiences that we encounter don't feel right they're uncomfortable do you struggle in that and do you know how to build your mental emotional and physical stamina for life and to do that you need resilience resilience is what we need listeners if you have been joining in today we're going to continue this conversation and if you are a first-time listener welcome if you are trying to get into building your mental health and wellness this is the show for you if this is your first day or you need to listen to other segments that have been here we are streaming on Apple Google, TuneIn, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, as well as Spotify and Amazon Music. Please listen in and join us every Monday live on Voice America. Let's get back to it. Resilience. We need resilience. It's needed more than ever. In your personal life, your family life, your intimate relationships, and the workplace. Resilience is the ability to cope with and recover from setbacks. You know, those things that don't go our way or the way that we expected them to. 
um, people who can remain calm or resolve in the face of, you know, disappointment, adversity, um, mistreatment, uh, in the face of depression, anxiety, you know, people have psychological resilience and are able to use those skills and strength to respond to life instead of reacting to it. You know, life can throw some heavy punches, whether it is financial issues, illnesses, a job loss, natural disasters are happening. Boy, we've been, I'm in Maryland and we've been getting an enormous amount of rain over the past month and and it's caused quite a bit of disturbance in the communities with lights being off, power being off, and people trying to, you know, recoup from that. So resilience plays a part in every single experience we encounter. And instead of falling apart, what coping strategies, what what skills do you have to power through to make sure that whatever experience you engage in does not take you out of life, of living. You know, people with resilience don't experience less distress or grief or anxiety or depressed moods um, or even disappointments. They don't. Instead, they just find a better way of dealing with whatever comes their way. And that can be in any number of ways. You can build resilience through self-awareness, through self-care, being able to front load that ability in you to take a deep breath when things start to just unravel or not go well, especially resilience in the workplace. Ooh, this this has been a topic for the past couple of weeks, you know, just in my circle of of clinicians and just and, and corporations. It's being able to find people when you come to work, when you go to your workplace, being able to just respond instead of react to everything that is going on around you. And what does that look like? That looks like the boss who will listen to their employees instead of blowing off or gaslighting them or being in a bad mood and changing the environment of the workplace. Even an employee coming in because they don't like their job, because they don't like the situation they have at home and they disrupt the workplace. And instead of 
being resilient enough to figure out, okay, if I don't feel well, how can I power through this? How can I be more resilient? And that comes first with you being able to take a look at yourself and what is going on. What is happening? What are those signs that um, you're not handling things correctly? And so there are also signs for resilience. People who are resilient have a number of strength building characteristics and they know how to power through life's challenges. And so let's take a look at a couple of those things because resilience, when you feel and you're empowered with being resilient, you feel that strength within yourself, that confidence, you know how to power, you know how to problem solve. So when problems arise, resilient people, they look at situa situations rationally and they try and come up with solutions to make a difference. They don't sit there and complain about the problem. They don't blame the problem on everything and everyone else and still do, do not resolve it. Resilient people are problem solvers. It doesn't mean that they aren't affected by the problem. It just means that they don't sit in it. They don't lay in it. They don't fall on the sword of the problem. They try to resolve it and think through it and become and try and get to the other side. Uh, resilient people also feel more in control. If you're resilient, you're feeling more in control. You're not letting your emotions overtake you. you what you're doing is you're finding the deep rooted cause of what may be disrupting. And so resilient people tend to have a strong sense of control, inner sense of control. And they feel like they can play a determining part in making sure that they come out successful or they find a better way of doing things. So now we have two things, two really good characteristics to show that resilience in yourself. Are you a good problem solver without complaining, without letting the problem overtake you? Do you feel that feeling of being in control? Meaning when things are going on, things are happening, you really dig deep. You dig deep to stay emotionally and mentally alert so that you are a part of the solution and not continuing the problem. Those things are important. And then are you able to effectively emotionally regulate? I mean, keeping those emotions in check. That is important in the power of resilience. And that is being able to manage your emotions when you're stressed, 
when you're scared, when you're angry, are you able to regulate your emotions, keeping them in check, recognizing the feelings are temporary and that can be managed and they will pass. They will pass because you are a problem solver, because you can dig deep and find that confidence of feeling in control. And therefore, you can recognize your emotions when they elevate and then you take control and management of the emotions so that they don't control and manage you when a crisis happens, when stress happens, when you're in the workplace and an, a co-worker happens or a boss happens or a supervisor, you begin to take that control of yourself and you feel every ounce of just resilience, resilience in the moment. So often when we have our life challenges, when we lay down and we don't recognize our emotions and we don't take control of our inner strength and when we, we forget or we don't feel as if we can re regulate the emotions around us, we lose control. And that is why... in resilience is so important. And that's what we're going to continue talking about when we return to your therapy doctor. And I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. Resilience, the power of resilience. Join me. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. When you need professional medical information that's a little more reliable than what you can get from an online search, you may want to actually ask a real doctor. On Ask a Doctor, what your doctor wants you to know with Dr. Virgie, you'll learn everything medical experts really want you to know. Dr. Virgie and her expert guests will reveal insider secrets and true life stories covering health and medical care, personal finance and medical debt management, and health policy. Ask a doctor what your doctor wants you to know with Dr. Virgie every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 
866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Welcome back, listeners. This is your therapy doctor, and I am Dr. Pauline Belton. Yes, remember, call in. We are taking calls, 866-472-5791. Today, we are talking about the power of resilience. And before the break, we talked about what resilience is and the signs of resilience. The first one is being able to problem solve. The second one is that feeling of being in control. And the third thing is how to effectively regulate, regulate your emotions. And the last two I wanted to share with you is that self-compassion because that's the part that we miss, we miss that self-compassion. If things aren't going well, don't beat yourself up. You're human. Resilient people know how to take a look at life and separate themselves and be able to look at a problem and say, you know, I'm human, I make mistakes, I don't always make the right decision. However, I can make another decision. I can take another route. I can pick myself up and do better. Self-compassion. Don't beat yourself up every time something goes wrong or doesn't go your way. Being resilient means that you know how to take care of yourself and give yourself some flexibility, some leeway, okay? You treat yourself with kindness. The world is hard enough. You need to be able to to be the first person to show others and show the world what it means to be accepting of you and being compassionate towards yourself. And the last one is that social support, having a network of supportive people around you, being resilient. You can't do this on your own. Yes, that is something that's internal. That's something that is important characteristic for you to have. However, in order for one person to continue to build resilience and to feel that empowerment of self, you need a network of supportive people around you that also are resilient, that also pour into you and you can pour into them. Resilient people recognize the importance of being supportive and knowing that when you need help, you ask for it. You don't sit there and not ask for help. You will not go through this world without needing a network of support. However that looks for you. You're not going through this world alone. So what is your support system? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And definitely, what does that sound like for you? 
because there are there are several types of resilience and resilience meaning that when stress is happening how are you powering through there's physical resilience there's mental resilience emotional resilience and social resilience when when i took a look at and you know i'm going to always say that this is the nerd part of me i love research and i love to see what's out there what are people talking about what are people looking at in terms of better health uh, mentally emotionally and physically and so when i came across several different um pieces on resilience a lot of them came down to these four types of resilience and and it's important because what you need to know and understand about the characteristic of being resilient is again it's mental health it's mental health how you think how you feel and how you behave when life gets stressful, what does that look like in terms of being resilient? And that means that you have to take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Yeah, physical resilience refers to how the body deals with change, how the body deals with stress and the emotions of life. And when you are exercising, eating right, um, taking care of your body so that when stress happens, that you are in the best shape to deal with all that life has to offer. You know, if you are a diabetic, if you have heart issues, if you are struggling with maintaining a particular type of body image, that all resonates with physical resilience. Being able to take a look at what is it that I need to do. I need to exercise because that builds endorphins that gets my brain and my muscles more oxygen. Is that what is needed for me to stay physically resilient? And yes, it may be. It may be that you are, you know, doing a particular type of challenge to help you stay fit. Um, there are all types of things out there, stretching, squats, um, the 75 day hard challenge. I, I started a medium one of that. It is fun and it's it's something to focus on you being able to take care of yourself physically. Getting enough sleep and then the mental resilience. Oh, you know, that's always going to be my personal favorite is how are you pouring into yourself? What are those mental strengths to solve problems, to move forward, to um, to remain positive when there are setbacks in life? And your mental mindset, 
the mindset that you have, that you've decided that you're going to be happy. You've decided you're going to be healthy. You've decided that no matter what comes, these are your focus. Happiness. Healthy. Being well. Those are your focus. And if those are your focus, what are you doing about it? Are you listening to your therapy doctor (laughs) so that you can get your Monday mental health wellness hour in? Are you are you participating in any type of book reading or listening to podcasts or listening to books? Because, you know, that helps your mental resilience, being able to just come back and taking time to just be with yourself, to empower yourself. Emotional resilience, that involves you being able to regulate, but really it it means that you need to recognize your own emotions. Do you even know when you start to feel anxiety, when you start to um, feel as feel stress or feel depressed or lonely? Um, what's happening that when those things happen to you emotionally, how do you regulate? Do you have that self-compassion, that self positive self-talk? Do you have affirmations available and ready? Because the mind most often likes that negative piece. We can find negative in any and everything. But can you find the positive? Can you find what it really means to live a happy, authentic life? Because you decided, no matter what happens, you will be happy in all aspects. What does that look like for you? And that's that emotional resilience and social resilience. You you are not going to ever live life alone. You're going to go out into the world. You socialize, community, find your community. Whether it is in a book club, if it's going back to school, if it's going to the YMCA, if it's volunteering um, at an organization or, you know, a school. How are you building that emotional, social resilience? And that's your ability to just get out there and connect with people, connect with a cause that is going to be a positive affirmation to your community, helping others. It really does make you feel good. What does that look like for you? How does that look for you? You know, because resilience comes in different forms, you can be able to just take a hold of your mental health and well-being by breaking it down a little more. 
How are you taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially? When you begin to work on those four levels, then you're able to build resilience for yourself and for the people around you. Because they begin to look at how you do things. When life doesn't go well, that you aren't taking it out on everyone and everything around you. That you are self-compassion that you know how to take care of yourself and do well for yourself and it doesn't always have to mean money or status it's oh wow I know how to cater to myself I know how to be the best for myself this is your therapy doctor and we are going to continue talking about resilience when I return in just a moment see you soon us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Mental health education, awareness, relationships, self-care, mental health therapies, and topics surrounding trauma. Your therapy doctor, hosted by Dr. Pauline Belton, has it all. Dr. Belton is a licensed clinical professional counselor and a board-certified hypnotherapist. She will help you in the areas of mental health awareness, getting yourself ready for therapy, and so much more. Your Therapy Doctor, Mondays at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In this polarizing age of misinformation, it is critical to examine the lessons of the past on history, culture, and trauma. Ingrid Cochran, CEO of Paces Connection, and her guests will explore historical trauma and outline how our collective past shades our perception of today's world and our shared experiences. In this podcast, we will examine the impact of past atrocious cultural events and the impact of the systemic trauma of racism and poverty on the human experience. Ingrid and her guest will also outline what is needed for our collective healing. Please join us for History, Culture, and Trauma, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Your Therapy Doctor. Yes, this is Your Therapy Doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton. I was just reading one of, I was reading a question from a person who just texted me. What if you do not feel 
like dealing with life because you've been through so much? What if what if resilience is just feels hard to do? And the question is coming at a really good time because my next part was to talk about how do you become more resilient? Not everyone is born resilient. Some people are. Some people really are born resilient. They they really do have an inner spirit of fight of happiness of positivity and so when life happens sometimes that gets beaten down and beaten out of you how do you recover from that how do you get to to turn that around for yourself and here are a few ways that you can do that um, Emily, I am glad that you did text that question, but here's, here's what you can do. You can become more resilient when you refrain, reframe from negative thoughts. Life can happen to us in such a way that we become negative. We may feel as if we don't deserve or it's never going to happen to me. We have all of these automatic negative thoughts because of what life has done to us or we have allowed life to do to us. Refraining from negative thoughts, being able to channel um, them and and reframe them into positive thoughts helps That means focusing on positive things that you can do. That's more important. Getting out of that negative mindset. Oh, woe is me. Things may happen. Things are always happening bad to me. If you have that mindset, then you will be in that type of feeling. So it is changing your negative thoughts into positive thoughts. I can do this. I might not be great at it. However, if I put in the work, if I do X, Y, and Z, then I will build the stamina to be more positive. You know, listening to music that is soothing, that is uplifting, that is positive. Um, Reading books that are going to help you um, to change your mindset, listening to your favorite podcasts and being able to come in and say, okay, I can learn how to be resilient. Okay. Being able to pour into yourself so that you can change that negative thought process. Seek support. Everyone, listen, find that supportive friend. Find a good therapist to go to, to talk to. You can talk to your therapist depending on your therapist schedule, depending on what's going on in your life once or twice a week. 
Talk to your therapist. Work on specific things that you find difficult in life so that you can have someone to lean on until you build the supportive network or system for you to get where you're going. Don't do this alone. And then focus on what you can control. We tend to prioritize everything. Everything is important. Everything is not a priority. And even those important things don't need your attention right now. Prioritize, recognize those things that are in your focus of control. Everything is not. Figure out what actually belongs to you that you can do versus you taking on things that don't belong to you. They belong to your coworker or they belong to your friend or they belong to someone or something else and you are just taking on too much instead of what actually belongs to you. You will drain yourself. You will tire yourself. This is how you become more resilient. Building that positive mindset instead of a negative one. Building that support system instead of doing things alone. Focusing on things that you can control versus everything. Being able to manage stress instead of having stress manage you. Building that healthy stress habits, you know, exercising, eating well, um, detoxing when you need to, and detoxing not just from eating, detoxing from people, from places, from things. Always important. We think detox is just for the body. No, detox is for the mind as well for the emotions. So being able to sleep and rest well and, and exercise, but specifically identify those people, places and things in your life that you may need to detox from so that you can manage your stress and manage your emotions. That's important, very important for you to do. When you talk about building resilience, these are some of the practices that you must begin to take a look at. It is so important because you can do this. You can be able to problem solve, to, to effectively communicate, to to think clearly so that your emotions do not cloud your judgment. 
while some people are just naturally resilient, life can happen and you have to set a reset button. <laughs> that reset button is so important because you can hit it anytime. It is a virtual reset button for your heart, for your mind, for your body. Be able to reset yourself anytime. And so how do we continue to boost that? Because guess what? It's not only for adults, it's for children. Are you watching the children? Are you, are you ensuring that you, the children that you are around or in charge of, are they being resilient? It so happens that many of our children, our young adults struggle. They struggle with resilience. It's difficult for them. They think the world will collapse or the sky will fall if somebody tells them no. If they don't, if they aren't able to get what they want, even when they do the right thing. They don't understand that that's a part of life. Everything is not going to be handed to you. Everything is not going to come the way that you expect it to come. But are you open are you strong enough? Are you resilient enough to manage your mental, physical, and emotional state when those things happen? And some of you, you do recognize this. You recognize this in our schools, in our homes, in the community. That not only adults lack resilience, children lack resilience. So how do we ensure that we are boosting those levels of resilience in not only ourselves, but our children? Yes, it starts at home. It continues in school and it is built in the community resilience and we have to do our part one by one to ensure that first we are able to handle it in a moment when when I return to summarize and and to give us those good tips for the rest of the week what I want you to think about is how are you building your character of resilience. What does that look like for you? How is that working out for you? We'll return in just a moment. This is your therapy doctor and I am your host, Dr. Pauline Belton. We are talking about the power of resilience and how do you build yours? America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa. 
Play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Your Therapy Doctor with Dr. Pauline Belton. If you have a question for Dr. Belton or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5791. That's 866-472-5791. Now, back to the show. Here again is Dr. Pauline Belton. Hello, hello. This is your therapy doctor, Dr. Pauline Belton, and we are continuing to talk about the power of resilience. It's so important for us as adults, and it is extremely important for our children and young adults. Being able to be resilient is a characteristic that is not always innate in people. However, it can be learned and it needs to be fostered, especially in our children, because what happens so often is when we begin to model for our children that, you know, life is so hard and I cannot take it, they don't know what to do. They don't know how to resolve problems, how to build supportive networks. We, we get to the point to where we end up teaching our children the wrong side of resilience. And that is defeat, a defeatist personality or a defeatist um, ability to even engage. The American Psychological Association talks about how to boost resilience in children and students. I'm going to push this even further. This is what we need to do as families, because adults as adults and children need to be able to boost their power of resilience. And we need to speak this in and teach this not only to our younger children, 
But our young adults also still need this too. Those those adults are those young adults that are 18 to 26. We need them to fully be able to handle this world. And and then the adults, all of the adults, we need to be able to support them, but also support yourself. Build yourself. Here are the seven things that they use that the APA talks about. They talk about self-care. And how many times have I talked to you about this? Self-care is important. It's the same as being on the airplane. You have to put your oxygen mask on first in order for you to be able to help anyone else. And so what does that look like? Embracing self-care is important. Learning how to take care of yourself. It's critical to even teach children this. To teach children that you don't have to take a bully talking to you a particular way or children being mean to you or um, even you being mean to other people. What are we what how are we talking to our children? How are we teaching them that self-care means taking care of yourself and showing others how to take care of you as well? You know, do you meditate? And if you do, do your children meditate? Do they know how to take time to just sit still, not be on their phones, not be on a a game, not be on TV? Do they know how to just sit and meditate for 10 minutes, for five minutes? You know, can they sit and read a book? Do they know what it feels like to just turn the pages and read a book and 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 sit at? the table with someone and have a conversation. How do we teach our children that? Socialization. Children learn through face-to-face interaction with other children and other adults. Are you giving them that opportunity where a computer and a device is not a part of that solution? Or do our children know how to to give things away? Do they know how to give back? Do they know, have, have they even volunteered at a homeless shelter? Have they volunteered at the local uh, community center? Um, do they purge their toys and clothes every year and, and, and do it without complaining? But do it because they're going to help someone who also is in need. Are we depositing that sense of resilience that even when things, when you give things away, good things will come back to you? Are we building that in our children? Are we building that in ourselves? You know, do they have proper sleep and eating habits? Are they are they able to eat a proper meal? And if they and if not at home, is there a network that you're in that will provide that? Because families struggle. 
And so families as a whole need to learn resilience in face of adversity. Do the children understand what's happening and how much you sacrifice and how much you put them first? Do you talk about feelings? That's how you boost resilience. Keeping things bottled up inside does not help your emotional regulation, does not help your ability to recognize when you are out of control. And so are you able to talk about your feelings? Are your children able to talk about their feelings? Are you able to listen? Are you teaching them what it means to listen to others? And also to be heard, to talk effectively. You know, that is important and imperative for children to learn, to know, to understand. Being positive and imagining the new possibilities. It is so important for our children these days. And also for us as adults to know that the power of resilience is not always innate. It is sometimes learned, relearned. And also sometimes you just need a boost. Do that for yourself because mental health is important. It is how we think, how we feel, and how we behave. And because mental health health is important, that means you are important. Have an awesome week. Remember, we're right back here next Monday for your mental health hour and your therapy doctor. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Your Therapy Doctor. We hope we have given you some useful information to make your therapy journey easier. Until we talk again, have a beautiful week.